podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Roden Podcast. Stay tuned to hear all things LFC. Miller, lovely cushion header for Gerard! Oh, you beauty! What a head shot! What a head! Liverpool 3-0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! Salah took it, rolled it up here for Nunez to win it! The Liber Bird soars! Martin, thanks for coming on. Welcome to the podcast. How are you, first of all? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, obviously, busy day. Busy couple of days since uh, what happens over the weekend. And uh, obviously, I do the charity as a sideline. It's not my main, my main um, income, so I've got like, a full time job in the sports industry. That is, so yeah, doing that and that happens to cope with all what's going on with this is a, it's you know, been a busy few days. Yeah, well, I can imagine, certainly on the um, social media. So just as we discuss the social media side of things, then I just want to talk about a couple of things you've put on Twitter. Tweets such as, in addition to those that says it smells of corruption, Liverpool played there less than a year ago and seems happy to do so. How do you mean by that? So loads of people are having a go saying uh, we went to the UAE, the Michael Oliver and Darren England, um, and he shouldn't go there. He shouldn't take the UAE money because of all corruption and their own their own Man City. And I just says, well, why did Liverpool go then? What's the what's the difference? Yeah, so I think on that side of things, I think it's just because it's so raw with what's gone on. Obviously, yeah. um, obviously Liverpool went there for the competition, um, and I think obviously you know more than I do in terms of all this corruption talk that people talk about, and it just. It stinks a little bit because they've gone there 48 hours before the game. Whether yeah, that's... not an act in the game, no one would mention it, would they? That's what I'm saying. It was never a... The thing is, in hindsight, it was a bad move, wasn't it? You know what? I'll yeah. say that now, but it's not corruption. Yeah. It was ill-taught out without a shadow of a doubt. Definitely ill-taught out. But it's just grasping at straws to say, oh, that because they've gone there, they've obviously been bought by the Man City owners and did this intentionally. That was it. That, 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 that's what I meant by that. So saying when Liverpool went when he went out there, funny enough, a mate of mine's the head of the referee out there. I got a bit of stick because one of our um, trustees was was at um, was head of referee out there. He's just he's literally just finished. But Lee Probert, who's the ex Premier League referee, mate of mine, he's already out there. So people were saying, oh, because one of our trustees works for them, that that stinks as well. Just it's just class that straws, isn't it? And being someone who's bought, who bought, I don't live in Liverpool now, but born and bred in Liverpool, born and bred in Anfield. Most of my family still live there. It's just a bit embarrassing to, to, to just to dig and dig and dig and uh, every opportunity they have to just accuse of corruption or every angle's dodgy. That's that's just 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 a bit embarrassing, isn't it? That's, well, that, I, that's... Obviously, I don't go into the corruption side of things because that's just something that that's well above my level. I don't believe it. I obviously know yes, that same, yeah. certain referees support certain teams, but if if they're going to give these decisions based on their team, then they wouldn't be in a job. No, they wouldn't make they wouldn't and people don't know what goes into the, the accountability of it. They, they don't know. Like even for, for my time on it, it was, it was a while back and I worked at the FA. Um so it's the it's the checks they do on you, honest. I know you can go back as far as you want and say, oh they, you know, they've got uh look at my team, he said he's got two sons who's got season tickets. He hasn't got any sons. But he's got two horses, do you know what I mean? So these little things happen that just Keep going on, people start believing them because you know they say it more often. Like with Mark Halsey, there's a thing going on about Mark Halsey now saying that he got told to give certain decisions or not give certain decisions. Totally being proven that that's untrue by Mark Halsey. And every time it goes on, Mark Halsey say, I'm going to report this, this is completely untrue. But people keep using that as a reference to say it's corruption. It's well, corruption. Do you think the Mike Dean things actually helped though? Because obviously, it's the refs was... and VAR are out in the spotlight at the moment, probably more so than they ever have been. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Mike Dean coming out saying because it was his mate, he didn't want to have more pressure on him. I, know, sure, that doesn't help. I, don't, I don't know what's worse actually doing it or saying it, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? It just give everyone an excuse to beat referees up now, doesn't it? Forever. So yeah. I, I just don't know. I'll be honest. I was livid, livid. With him over that, it was like I was living with Jamie Gallagher when um, Bruno Fernandez pushed Adam Dunn in front of a cop. Jamie uh, Gallagher said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame the Lionel for that because the Lionel put his arm out to stop Fernandez getting that sense." 
So when you're back at him and it says, and it says it publicly, it says on talk sports, you know, as a number's trying to stop a Man United player attacking a Liverpool player in front of the cop, just what, just imagine what would have gone off if he had a bit sense in front of it, right in the corner flag. So that was a good move. So I'm not one of these people that just defends everything that people say about referees. Just gets a bit boring that it's always this corruption line. If you make a mistake, it's a corruption line. Has anyone th- thrown the corruption line at Matty for scoring that on goal? No one. But you see what I mean? That's how ridiculous it is. It's like they, they just get the fair, you know, they get the fair breaks players. Oh, look, that's unlucky. But Gus is, you know, yeah. Matty scores an own goal. Which, no, I'll be honest, you know, as a Liverpool fan, I've got to myself. But, but it all goes on that he must be corrupt. Aaron England must be corrupt because of this. But Matip isn't at all. Yeah. Well, we're going to go into the, um, obviously, the game itself more so. But yeah. I just want to, obviously, the recordings just came out and I've seen your tweet. Um, the PGMOL should be applauded for the response. My my opinion on it is, do you not think it's purely down to the pressure they've been bowed down to that they've actually done that? No. because Yeah, yeah and no, to be honest. And I think it's great. I've said for ages, again, people don't know what goes on behind the scenes, and I like to think I've got a bit of an insight into some of these people, where I know the PGMOL want this to happen, live broadcast. I know I would have in favour of it. Mm. And, and But people think we're not. You know, I think referees will come out much better. The game will be much better if it was streamed live. I've said it for ages, and, and I was Webb was doing this in the MLS, which is why I think they should be applauded, because now they're throwing, always, we haven't, we haven't apologised. Uh, the PGM will have apologised. Then they're saying, um, oh, oh, they shouldn't apologise, they've apologised too much. Before I was where I came on the scene, never had anyone apologise when Mike Riley was there. He's, he streams it as what Mike Riley's is. And, and, and then he's releasing the VAR stuff. He, he, the battle for him to do that, honest to God, I'm not just blindly defending him, is, 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 it's murder to get through because FIFA and IFAB it's in their rules, they don't want it. So you've got to do it like through a pilot like you have with the body cameras. Mm. But I, I definitely 100% believe that if they had their saying it now, that they would allow it to be streamed live. And I think right. when you listen to what's being uh, sent out tonight, it's a shambles, isn't it? Yeah. It's an absolute shambles. They probably are that shambolic because they, they probably thought it was never ever going to get broadcast, you know what I mean? And I think if, if they get a little bit... Hawkeye can be involved in it, all these different people that are involved in it. The, the main guy there had loads of experience with Hawkeye. You could see, you could hear the panic in his voice, couldn't you? Then, to me, it all lacked there. If they, everyone knew that was going to be broadcast live, or at least, you know, maybe seconds later or something, whatever they do it, I think, you'll, you'll, I think everyone will win on that one. I, I, and I think everyone will stop thinking that there's corruption behind it. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's where I sit with it. That's definitely where I sit with it. I think, and he needs applauding because um, they've done before the Liverpool thing. Don't forget, he was in the VAR thing. All right, they weren't picking like really contentious games, granted, but they were still doing it more than it's ever been done before in football. That's yeah. where they need applauding. I was going out talking to clubs, really, you know, putting out there that they're apologising and all apologies don't really bring points back. But all this has never been done before. So when you get the emotion out of it, you see that. You see yeah. what he's doing and his team's doing. That's worlds away from where we were two seasons ago. Absolute yeah. worlds away. Even a season well, ago. Well, that's what I'm trying to say Well, when I spoke to you before. When you can put a tweet out, you can put a tweet out and it can mean half of what you're actually trying to say. Yeah, so true, where you're yeah. just elaborated there on you know, the things that are getting done now that have never been done before. That tweet that you sort of sent out looked half of what you're trying to say. It's like, yeah. they should be clapping because they've released it. I've read that as a fan and thought, they should be releasing it. But obviously, the ba- the politics and the background are what we all don't see. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think that's where it's typical from my side of it. I mean, looking at it from a football fan, I've played football, you know, right from a kid in, in Stanley Park in the Anfield Junior League, right up to playing in the old shipping league in, in Liverpool, some rough, very rough, rough leagues. You just want the games to be to be the best it can, can it? And when you're when you're sitting back and you're thinking, I know what I know, you presume everyone else knows it, you know what I mean? That's where I can be guilty of it. And then vice versa, you know, with the emotion of the game, do you really think I don't want an emotive game? Mm. Do you really think the referees don't want an emotive game? When you're out there on the line or in the middle, you know, you, you, you do thrive off that, it, it keeps you going. But it's it's when it just goes that too, that too far. It's just some of the stuff that goes out there, it's almost the default setting. Well, it must be corrupt because we don't agree with it. It must yeah. be corrupt. 
And it isn't there's no leeway given to to um, referees or match officials like there is to players. Everyone everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. So no one, and I get stick off Liverpool fans. I get stick off Man United fans. I get cues. Oh, I'm only saying that because I'm a Liverpool fan. I get souls. I'm only saying that about Liverpool because I've worked for the FA or I've got a mate who used to work for the UAE. Do you know what I mean? It just yeah. Just step back a bit and just realise that I definitely, definitely, I'm not one of these like you know. Referees do everything right. The PGML to do everything. The, the FA don't do everything right. Someone was on Twitter last night. I've actually got a non-disclosure agreement with the FA because it's under court. So I'm no big massive fan of the FA. That I think what's happened now again with the FA over the last eighteen months, doing the body cancel, points deductions, and the way they're trying to make the game better. When you look at it all realistically like that, they're all trying to do their bit. But the PFA aren't. The LMA aren't. They're, they're players who are causing referees trouble. It's their managers who are causing. You know, trouble for for referees and the game, but no, they don't say anything. So it's like everyone pointed at the FA and the PGMOL. They're really trying to do things, even though not everyone's going to agree with it, like like what's happened today. But that's more than ever before, because yeah. it was in such a bad state with communication and openness and no one answering. You know, it's that that was that was really bad. Remember what, what it was like then. Remember what I was webbing on all the limit science as you know. It's it's a world away. Yeah, well, let's talk about the game then. Uh, I'm going to start with a few decisions that, I mean, we just had news now about Curtis Jones. The sending off. Let's look at it from your point of view first. Hang on, hang on. What's happened over Curtis Jones? I don't know. I, I've been out. Again, man. So we did. So the, so the red card stood. Good. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll just give you my opinion from watching it as a fan. Um, from what I've looked at it, and I've played the footy at a decent level, but I've worked with, I'd say, more competitive refereeing, and then you've got linesmen on the side of the pitch, which you don't have on a Sunday. You just oh, so have, your football is like a team of four. Or three, you just have your mates with a flag type of thing. So with my opinion on this is, he goes over the ball as he's trying to get control of the ball. Obviously, his foot drags across the ball. The follow-through then obviously puts him in a position that he's going to be sent off regardless in my eyes. So I see it as in, I think it could it could be a sender off and he could also get away with it. Now, the reason I think he could get away with it is because of playing football, as you've said, you have, sometimes you can't control where your foot's going to end up. Yeah. It's very yeah, yeah. rash what he's done and you can't argue with it being a sender off and you can't argue that it shouldn't have been a sender off as well. So where do you stand with that? I, I think it's a red card. I, I agree with it. You know, even at the time, at time, I tweeted. I had this feeling something had gone wrong, and I, and I, and I, I've said to people, I had, a, I wanted to put in a tweet that's set for one side, but I took it off the tweet and just said, I'm absolutely mystified by those lines being put up. But he also put in that same half time tweet that Curtis is red was definitely a red. I think football wants them to be a red, and I also I don't think football wants us to slow down these still images. You can't have a butt waste, can you? You can't have it. What Carragher said. As as uh, Sam Rupert went over to the VAR screen, there's a still of that incident. That, that that's wrong. I, I agree. That's wrong. I, I like to see what the protocol is on that. They sort of touched on it a bit, haven't they? Why they should go over there and play the whole incident in real time and yeah. see if it's a red. And I think and then Sam and Sam was getting sick because in real time he thought it was a yellow, which most fans would say that's that's what I was looking for. It's yeah. only when they slowed it down and did the still that it became the red. Let's be honest about it. So there's a story there somehow. But I, th- I think in real terms, football wants that to be red. But it is if, it. if you walk over to that screen then, as a referee, as Simon did, walked over to that screen and that distilled image is on the screen, the first thing you're thinking is, yeah. they're it to red. Yeah. And no, I agree. That- I don't think that was right. I don't think oh. that was right. I'll be honest, I'm not absolutely you know everything about every policy procedure and process in yeah. VAR or anything. I don't know. I don't think that's a good move. If that is the policy, that needs changing because that sets everyone's mindset involved in that decision making. Look, this is the end of it. What's the beginning of it? What's I also the middle kind of, of feel like they shouldn't really show the they shouldn't really show the audience. Let's say on the screens that you can see the screen. I think it should just be between the referee. That's my opinion, anyway. Well, I think that's Sky's it. problem. I think that I think that's another protocol where, like uh, Sky, you would never seen that if it wasn't for Sky. Sky, yeah. the players got a camera there behind that VR. VAR showing that, otherwise you wouldn't see it. Now, to me, why do they need to see that? That's yeah. just because they, you know, they're going to cause trouble like that, aren't they? But in essence, it's it's the right it's the right thing because we've seen it and we think that's wrong, and I think football thinks that's wrong. But that's Sky, yeah. and it's Sky having that sort of view. The baby's got a camera there to zoom right in on what the, v, the referee's looking at. The VAR. I don't think that's a good move, no either. I really, really don't. Yeah, and okay. it'd be good to see that clarified. Well, moving on to the Diaz one then. 
which has caused the whole controversy, let's say. Um, it's a perfectly onside goal. And I think at the time, it was one of them when he blew up, I thought, ooh, he looked onside. But it was yeah. so close yeah. from, the, obviously, yeah. the, the speed that they play the football at. It's, it can be just fine margins, can't it? Um, mm-hmm. He's put the ball in the back of the net. And I'm thinking, first of all, what a finish. And then when they brought it back and they showed you on the screen that he was onside, the first thing you're thinking is... Get in one nil at ads, happy yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the game, game on now for it to then continue. Now, obviously, up until today and before, we haven't heard the recording, and now we understand what's actually happened. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that? Because for me, and from people who I've spoke to about it since, it only sounds like the guy who's working in the actual room has a clue about it. The one that's shouting, yeah. Stop, hold the game, stop the know, game. Yeah. And he's not Ollie, even an official. Ollie. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's really bad, wasn't it? Really, really bad. It just, it just adds to the to the. This is why I think they need applause. Them. Do you really think that the PGM well don't know that that's going to look really, really bad? Do you know what I mean? And I, and I think I think yeah, that wouldn't have happened years ago. You know it. I know it. That would have happened. They would have tried to do everything to not allow that to be released, said GDPR or whatever. Wrongly, they do it now, and it's a sham- it's just a shambles, isn't it? An yeah. absolute shambles. And I think I think the pass from Seller was just as good as the finish, if I'm honest. Brilliant. But like, I, I, I thought, like, when you look at the lines, you know, the, the glasses cut right back before we had VAR, they used to do that on purpose. So, was a line up, yeah, you, you do use that as a reference. Remember, they used to do them in cut the glass in circles, they knocked all that on the head yeah. to, to help lionels make those decisions before there was VAR and stuff like that. So, to me, to me, a terrible shame, terrible, terrible fuck up, really. I don't, there's no other way of doing it. And I think it's just the learning from it, just stepping back from it. What can we learn? What can we do? To stop this happening again, again, and I think I put a tweet out as well about it being a failsafe, saying that they, they can't go anywhere if what they talk about is they're alive. That's it. So they're going to be a bit more considered. I, I, I believe it's just my own opinion. A bit more considered, a bit more professional, a bit more thoughtful. Because didn't someone? I couldn't quite get it. Get it. Someone said something in the middle of it as if they're having a laugh, didn't they? Which yeah. I didn't like that either. I don't know what no. exactly what that was. Said, you know, um, that, you've got good eyes. You've got good eyes or something. I'm thinking. Yeah, no. do you know what I mean? I just thought, well, that wouldn't happen, would it? If, that, if they knew that was going to go live, that, that sort of behaviour or or sort of um, mindset, I think I, I can mess around in that, you know, wouldn't happen. And, and when you, when you don't forget, like, comms, comms is a, the headsets they all used before them, or well, five, depending on what I mean, there is with VAR and God knows what. If you do like an ordinary game, let's go below the Premier League, because, you know, the Premier League's like, Small part of the game in it. Yeah. When they all got headsets up, they are all talking. Some of them do have a crack. Some of them, some referees will go, I don't want to hear nothing from you. Do that headset as a line on. I just want you to go offside. Don't want yeah. nothing. Some, some like say, keep me on the toes, keep me on the toes. And if you look at what Sam Nieper's doing, he's asking, he wants that two way thing going on. Just keeps you on your toes and helps you with your concentration. So I'm all for having that sort of positive discussion. Yeah, just, that was a really inappropriate, but whoever says what that was, I just didn't think that was that. I just don't think that was good. But, you know, it's... Whenever, like I said in the tweet about TLC, goal line technology, that, that messed up a villain, isn't it? You don't know why. Yeah, VAR's yeah. messed up. We're always going to have this human ele- element in it. We must have it. I don't, I don't think football wants it to be completely automated. And, and we'll always make mistakes. Like players and refs, we'll always make mistakes. And that, that's where I sit with it. That's definitely where I sit with it. We've got to realise that. But it's such a big game, so much money on it. You know, look at that. The ramifications of the people going to start up. I get it, you know. I get it. I just, I do get it. But sometimes it's just a bleeding mistake. It's not corruption. That's yeah, not really. Listen, listen. I agree with what you're saying in terms of the corruption thing. What, what I just don't agree with is the significant human error. And whilst I, you're saying it's human error, we're all human. We all make mistakes and stuff. Surely it takes someone to grab that situation by the scruff of the neck and say, yeah. "Do you know yeah. what? Stop the fucking game." Like, yeah. even if I we know. heard that on the headset now, we'd all appreciate it and we'd go, you know, I know. No, I know. someone's I know. actually grabbed it by the balls, but no one's it. I know, no one's it. And, 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 I, and I think it goes back to the old days. I'll be honest with you. David Ellery was running the show, with Michael Arley's bit, with the, what they never had that flexibility of a personality. I think there's a lot of that. They're just terrified. I mean, we'll stick by law. That, that robotic sort of things, but I know I was trying to, trying to get out the way. I think that's what it is. Fuck it slow. It's slow. We can't we can't do anything else. Mm. Someone with balls going, hang on a minute. I'm gonna that's okay, that's okay. Nothing happens, there hasn't been a card in between, or just stop the game and start again. Go over and explain. Almost like you know, getting someone to walk through and score a goal because yeah. something went wrong earlier, do you know what I mean? How do you so think, think they come back from this? So 
your honest opinion on this. It's it's a big, massive fuck up. Let's be honest, and yeah. it's it's brought everything into the spotlight from all sorts of officiating, from VAR to referee to linesman to yeah. fourth official yeah. to everything you can name. It's just brought it all back up, and it's just vomited it out into the public. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I think I think, that's, I think that's good. I think that's good because let's just learn from it. What would be horrible to do is this happen, and this and we just keep making the same mistakes. But then what happens is you get people being over forensic. Like last night, Chelsea are about saying that's a big karate chop mm. on, on, on on the defenders back. You know, everyone's going. It's gone all the going to go the other way. Anything when Everton analysed, then they complain. Oh, it's taking too long. But they yeah. want to get it right. Because I think that I think that's a little bit of this, you know. I think they would think oh, quick, 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 quick. And you even you can hear the agency and, and the voice, can you? Come on, give, give us some meat. Was the kicker? Was this? Was it? Because football wants us to be quicker, don't they? Yeah. So there's, there's, it isn't just it's not a binary thing, is it? There's lots in it, and I just think football. It's going to be hard for Liverpool fans to accept it, but I just think football's got to realise. Let's just learn from it. And these people, rightly or wrongly, even when Gary Bezek, when when. Uh, Jürgen Klopp is wiping Gary Bezik's face, you know, he's yeah. terrible, giving a Anthony Taylor loads and all that. These, these, that's what people say. These are world-class match officials. You might not think it, because what's happened with, like, the salad incident with the Man City was kicked, it's made Jürgen, you know, kick off. Yeah. You know, they just, it's, it's, it's such a high emotive game and you're there. You don't think those, those, those uh, lineos and refs don't go through the emotional journey that the fans us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard. It's definitely hard. You're very close on field to the to the crowd behind you. There's a line on. You've only got up the line to go. You can't run on a pitch and get away. You know, it's this sort of like lack of awareness that this dead hard job. You know, honestly, I'm not trying to justify anything. It's dead hard though. They are some of the best in the world. You look at Anthony Taylor. Look what happened to Christian Eriksen. Loads of all over the world. What yeah. happened to the Christian Eriksen? Weeks later, getting absolutely battered. Do you know what I mean? And and then he goes back, he does nothing wrong, or the Lionel does nothing wrong. He doesn't get anything. I put a tweet out saying, well, that's funny. I think he just had a goal. It's Gary Bezik, the one that Jürgen was having a go at. Mm. I can't remember who it was, and, and Liverpool gained from it. No one says a word, because oh, that's what he's supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of balance that, you know, it's going to give them loads and loads of stuff, then, then praise the stuff when you do it really well. And, and that's what I'm trying to get at. And look, I know it's hard. I shout at the telly to me when I'm watching Liverpool and that. And, it's just, we've got to accept that's the game. We can't accept errors like this, 100%, yeah. and there's other errors, big errors. Uh, but, you know, just just slamming them and sack them. Who are we going to get in then instead of ours, whatever people are at? Well, this has to be a World Cup final. And then people are just judge him on that one tackle. Where uh, it was, um, was it, it was De Jong, wasn't it? On Alonso, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Alonso, wasn't it? Zavi? Jim, that, his whole career is being judged on that. Do you know what I mean? Clattenburg gets, gets battered by Palace fans because he never plays in advances in the, in the FA Cup final. Yeah. Evertonians hate him because of what happens with, with, in the Liverpool derby with, with the pens and that. And there's always going to pick out these little tiny things and go, he's shite because of that. And I think with this, I think, well, what did you want him to do? You yeah, know, so I just want to talk, let me, let me talk about this game then. So obviously, for me, the VAR thing is a big absolute disgrace and it's a big mess anyway. You know that. Yeah. I, I know that. Everyone knows that. But listen, I'm not going to pin it all on the ref. The game was just, the game was crazy and it's probably one of them games you'll never see again. Um, but there were so many decisions which I, can un- I can't understand the, the, let's say, corruption. Let's say people just coming out with the corruption side of things. But there were so many decisions where you, you had to question. And I just thought all over the pitch, it was just a big fuck up for me. That was that was just my opinion as a fan. See, see I, 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 I agree and I don't agree. Let's talk about Yossi. Well, this is what I, wanna, this doing, what I wanted to get to. Making a tackle like that, irrespective of whether the first card was a dodgy one or not. Park that. Just park yeah. it. What's he doing? Making a tackle like that. And then yeah. you hear him say, it's in touch him. Slime, just lying. The it's second, the second like booking was uh, for me. You you put everything on Jota there at that point, regardless if he's being a little shoved, yeah. pull back. Regardless, it's a fucking stupid move, and he should know better. The first one, I, I still can't get my head around it being a booking. Well, do you know why I reckon that is? And I'm getting, I'm, I'm only guessing because I've watched the game back and looked at it. You got a bollock in areas, isn't he, for too many tackles? And if you yeah. look at the angle where, where Simon was, it just looked like he touches him, doesn't he? Whether it's like intensive or whatever. And I just think that was him just going, fuck, he's not listening to me. I'm going to give him a yellow. Sounds like being the temperature of the games. I think there's more, I think it's that. It'd be great to know. No, what I love to, I love to hear them say, see the reports, what did he get booked for? Do you know what I mean? On that one, particularly when it's, it's a double yellow and it's the first one. So I, I think the, it was persistent. What about the player who went down? 
who was already on a yellow card asking for a yellow card. But mate, listen, if you go back and, you, and do your own work on me, I said at the beginning of the season, we've got to cut that out. Yeah, We've got to cut that out. And then early on, there was two cents off. Bobby made it as one of the championship, didn't he? Someone else did one. And the, the, the audio went, Matt, let's just, uh, is that really doing that? Is that really worth well, sending off? So um, we, I, I agree. I, I agree. But I think also, I don't think, he, I think you missed it. I'm not, I'm just being honest. Let's almost justify everything he's done. I don't think he, I don't think he clocked that he went like that. If he did, that would be in the second yellow. So he was he was a gone. I don't think anyone really was about argued with that because you know people are being done 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 for that. I just don't think he saw he saw it. But then to me, that's what I think VAR should come in on. Yeah. And it doesn't. And like the corner, I mean, the, the, it was definitely a corner. So they probably give a goal kick or vice versa. I can't remember. They're, they're the sort of decisions that I think. VAR would, would really benefit the game to say, look, hang on, just before you start, he's just made that test there. That's the yellow cards, get him off. By the way, that's not a corner, that's a goal kick. Yeah. That's where I think VAR could be used to stop up. But you're there as a referee, you know, it's honest, that's what's, you know, you're seeing it from a camera angle or, or a different camera angle. You're not seeing it from where the ref was. And that's, that's why if you look at his position, he's in, in, in the centre circle a little bit, and he, Yotz is just coming out of the centre circle this contact whether it's a intentional or not but I think this is what I like to see the release of what the first book comes for I reckon he's done it from persistence because he bollocks me earlier isn't he mm. so I think I genuinely think that's what it is well if if we're talking about persistence persistency then on the Jota one what did you make of the Salah one because first of all I didn't think it was a foul and then the booking just comes out of him because Salah's like I know <laughs> I know. I was thinking. Was, I think it was cheap, and it was similar to what happened in the Man City game when he didn't give it, didn't he? On Diego Mads and Gary Bezek, you know, on the touchline, it was actually a similar position, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a similar position to, to what happened with Bezek in the, in the Man City when Sally got threw over his shoulders, didn't he? And I, and I, and I think I, I think I think it does touch his face, but I just think in, in that semester of the game, I think I just think he's called that wrong. I do think he's called that wrong because it, it kind of feels like now where there's a there's a fine line of referees now so Salah has clearly reacted as if to say well, where's the foul yeah, and he's just happily got that book out straight away now yeah. is it are we at a point now where we can't actually speak to referees see, see again I think that's a cheap shot I think it isn't what, what isn't speak to referees that's what they do they, they over emotionize it and, and under emotionize it it's yeah. what you say and how you say it to me yeah. you don't oh yeah of course said before do you know, I'm all for it I'm actually I'm listen when, you, when you're there on it might actually what's getting on it you hear some of the things referees say back to players. Don't forget it. I think it's the, it's the PFA. You don't want these headsets released live. I think you'll find it's not the PZMOL because it's not. It's not. The, I think it's going to be the players who you think you should send off for that. You should probably just call them whatever he's called. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But they let that go on because they say manage the events. And really, do you really want to dress those technical offences, or do you want to protect players for the bad ta- tackles? Do you know what I mean? But obviously, look, he's, he's called me twice. I'm going to send them off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so there's there's a lot more to it than just that, and I just think yeah, benefits are thrown to, to refs and and players positively. That's definitely the way to go. But when you're ranting and raving, you know, some referees will say say, oh, look, be quiet, have a go at me quietly, but don't throw your hands at me and call me a twat from miles away, whatever we can hear it. You're going to undermine me. So there's nuances involved in that. But a lot of referees have conversations when you're running, and there's loads of incidents which you're out doing it, which which will be accepted because you're not undermining them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I think there's a huge conversation there about that, 100%. And I just think, and I don't think when you see Sally and see how he behaves, to, to see him so wound up, there's a referee, I'd probably think, oh, but what have I missed there? He's, he's really wound up there. But he okay, doesn't react like that, does he? He's not that type of player, is he? No, that's, he's not. No, he's that's not. what made me think, well, why? You, what's the book? What's he actually yeah, No, I agree. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And, I, and I, even I was just shocked thinking, that's not like Sally. Do you know what I mean? What's, but when you're in that, that absolute emotional pit, was that that booking was after the goal was disallowed, wasn't it? Yes. It was, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so, and then obviously the Jota one was as well. So let's just throw into the pot. We've just heard that VAR conversation. Simon Hooper knows he's just made a massive fuck up. Yeah. yeah. What was in his head? No wonder he's made these sort of perceived errors. Do you know what I mean? No wonder. Mm-hmm. And, and if you look at it subjectively and think, well, he's done really well there considering... He knows he's just made a monumental or the team of the match officials and VAR. Do you know what I mean? Look at it that way. Look what was in his head. And yet he still made a lot less 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 balls up than other refs without, without that pressure. 
you know what I mean? Let's just sit back from it a bit and go, because you know what, fair play to you lads, fair play to you because you had a lot going on. But you're still, you know, he's, I think he's, I, I know it's hard to wear. I still think he has an all right game, you know, it was VAR or whatever, Sam. Well, the, the first the first half is when, obviously, Diaz's chance goes in yeah. and all his decisions are given. Do you think at half-time he's being pulled or do you think they've had this discussion and thought, shit? Mate, do you really think, after 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 what's been released, do you really think they never discussed that again on the mics? Do you really think there wasn't similar conversations associated with the course there was a bit? Gene them up, keeping them going, do you know what I mean? Keeping his concentration. But that, but that hasn't been recognised. I hope it does get recognised by it, the journalist or somebody to say, just imagine what must have been going through his head in that game when he knows he's fucked up or, or they've made a massive, massive mistake. And But he still carries on. He still looks, didn't look too, dis, you know, uncontrolled, does he? There were some really good advantages. There were some things where, he, where he, 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 he never played advantage and he did play advantage, particularly when he was out to nine men. But like, when you look at it, just take that out and add that in and go, fair play, how did you cope with that? It's hard enough on its own. Without knowing, you've got to do a, a whole half and a bit more of a game, knowing that you've just made probably, probably one of the biggest fuck-offs in the Premier League game ever. So when you take that in, into the pot, how well did he do? Let's just be honest about that. Mm. Okay, so what? obviously let's move away a little bit from the game, but obviously the same thing. There's... This, let's take this from you as a person and take your referee's hat off for this one. Um, obviously, a lot of people now are coming out and saying Liverpool should move on. Forget about it. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't be requesting all this, all the, you know, what we've heard tonight. Do you think it's a good thing for the game or a bad thing for the game that we've heard what's come out? I think it's brilliant for the game. I think I think that what happens next is really important for the future of the yeah. game. What, what Liverpool do and what the Premier League do the PGM will do, what IFAB do, what FIFA do. There's a massive, massive possibilities here that could change the game for better. And I, and I just hope that they keep Liverpool and the rest of the Premier League engaged. Interestingly, in that statement, they've said it's sort of all Premier League clubs. I mean, that's been released to yeah. all Premier League clubs as well, I said, didn't it? I think that's a positive move. And I just think, I think, recognise how hectic the game is from a massive official's point of view without a massive balls up like that. Recon- recognise that. And just say, hang on a minute, that is dead as we're watching it on telly at home or in the grounds or whatever. And I think I think Liverpool's next move, you know, will set a precedent, won't it? Let's be just dead honest about it. Whether they take them as good, say we play the game, it's like what happens in America when I was I was just doing it over there. You know, but precedents are always there to be set, aren't they? So if they do they do it and so it gets replayed, then that's the default setting forever, isn't it? All right, we can go yeah. back and say, well, what, what about that one against Wolves Man United? What about that? We want this path that we want to make the game better. Then if that's what you're going to do, then that's what you're always going to do. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean, obviously... so um, I think I think it's it's really important what Liverpool do next. And, well, and the I press think... have come out, haven't they? The press are coming out and basically saying Liverpool want them to replay it. I haven't seen that from anyone, and I haven't heard no, it from. Let's get it from Liverpool first. Yeah, from so, Liverpool. so, like, let's let's take that replay situation out of it. I think what we want as fans, and I think what Liverpool want as a club, without knowing anything, what's going on. Is just transparency and what is actually going on and what caused them to make that them mad decision at the time because obviously yeah. everyone's going, fucking hell, how the fuck's this happened? Or I can't yeah. believe they've done that corruption, this corruption, that. Yeah. But we just want to know what brought them to come with this conclusion of that not being a goal. Now we know. I don't really know the next step. In my opinion, yeah. the replaying the game just needs to be forgot about. That's just something I don't want to see because, you know, you're down to 10 minutes at this point already. It's nil nil. Then what? What if you get beat? And then you I just know. look like a gang of fools. So I know. Do you imagine if, if, they, if they, they beat Liverpool four nil? Do you know what I mean? Everyone's going to be laughing stock forever. And I just think yeah. I think that's going to be in their thought processes. But I understand why they would want it to be plays and, and all the other sorts of suggestions. But let's hear what Liverpool Liverpool say as a, as a club, because I think I think I, I think the right to say all, all options are on the table. Yeah. What they, what they want. I think I think I think. Uh, I, I agree with that. I think it must be equally. It should be like that with the FA, with the FA and the PGMOL. And do you know what I mean by being applauded? They've put FIFA. I, I was webbing that, and they, they put FIFA in a difficult position here. Mm. And I think that's great. I think it's great. I think they've gone. Well, yeah, look, we we've showed you what's gone wrong. Yeah. What are you going to try to do, do as lawmakers of the world of football to help us stop when this happened again? What are you going to do? Because everyone throws it at was web. Everyone throws it at them and says, "Oh, it's them sack him." He's, his, his hands are tied by football law. 
Mm. And if he goes, just think of the other arguments if he goes the other way. And then someone else comes in and says, well, actually, you know, that's affected us because you made Liverpool, we played the game or whatever. There's all those legal ramifications rather than just the binary Liverpool play, Liverpool don't play, that, that he plays in Romania. So he'll be aware of that. All the lawyers in the PGM well, the Premier League, top, top lawyers, they're going to be aware of that as well. So it's this, I mean, you take Liverpool out of it, put the whole football problem in it. It's a massive, massive problem, isn't it? For the whole game across the world, everywhere. Yes. Well, I've got Scott. One last thing before I, I've got a couple of people who've asked questions that I just want to get constructive answers, basically from you. Um, I've mentioned it before in in the in what we've spoken about, but where does it go from here? Like, you know, I I don't want to see every single thing getting released just because a certain decision's been a fuck up. But obviously, things like this will have caused so much noise. Let's not even around the UK, but around Europe and the world, probably because yeah, there's so yeah. many Liverpool so fans. Where do they go? I know, I know. I think um, I just I, I just can't see any other answer than than allowing. And this is this is not our web's decision. This is FIFA's decision and IFAB. Let it all be his own life, like it isn't rugby. Let it all be his own life. Just let it all be his own life. Let everyone know that what happens. And I think a lot of people, you know, would have more more empathy for what position the referee is in. You know, when the line was in it. You know, if I say when I was I was I was refereeing. You can take two guests to the game. When you take two guests to the game, you've got no emotional involvement in the game. Nine times out of eight, you say, so I don't know if you got everything right there. But when you're emotionally engaged in it, as a Liverpool fan, a fan, whatever, you have to, you know, you have this emotion where you're up here and every every throw in, every little, you're giving us nothing, all that comes into play, doesn't it? When you just step back from it, you watch games on the assault a lot of the times, they get, get most decisions right. Yeah. And, and because there's so many cameras, when I was on the list, there was only like four cameras. The live sky game had like four cameras. You know, you never had goal line technology. You know, you never had headsets. You know, you had buzzer facts. The way the, the year later they got headsets in. But the way the game changes, do we really want to be that sterile? Don't want to stop and start. We just want the integrity of the games to be in place. And we just don't want this to happen again. And I just think open, he said it all the time, and he, I was at one of the Canton back on, on, on what we do. I think this, this is the beginning of that. And hopefully it'll speed along the process. So like that. So what would you like to happen? What was what do you think fans want to happen in, with regards to refereeing? Apart from just saying just get it right, because you never You're never gonna, never gonna, you're never like gonna get every decision right. Listen, no. what would you want? What do you want? Personally as a fan, obviously you want transparency, which we've just now got. And it, I, I think I just want that on the big things. So the big things that can affect the game. These little yellow card ones, the Jota one, we all know the first one probably wasn't a booking. You've mentioned there. Um, he's had a little go with the ref a few times. He's had a couple of bad tackles or a couple of tackles, and he's he should have been. He was flirting with a book, let's say. We've all yeah. played, no matter what level of football you've played, that if you wind the ref up or if you do a little few niggly fouls, he's going to be the first one that gets the book out. And if, if you do something, so I'd just like to see the big decisions brought out the way they have just to see what's actually happened, first of all, and the little decisions we just allow the game to go. The little decisions like at the minor booking. Okay, if he's fucked up and he hasn't booked someone, and then he's turned out to that he's got another booking in the game, we can all say, "Fucking hell, should have booked him the first time." But the thing is, the refs won't see everything, and if VAR are not going to help them going forward in these little decisions, the refs are going to get the shit all the time, aren't they? Let's be honest. I know, I know, no, I agree. And and again, they've said, haven't they? They've said um, we don't want to re-referee the game, but I think yeah. that's right. But we want to re-referee the game more than we are now. I think that's where we are. Like yeah. those incidents with, like, you know, you're having a, a corner given instead of a goal kick, and the corner it comes over and it gets scored. What, what do you do then? You lose the game 1 0, and it should have been a goal kick. Yeah. You know, it's those sorts of dodgy things where, even as a referee, you think that's a dodgy corner. I'm, I'm going to find a foul here. You know, you see it all the time, don't you? You end up fans just going to give a dodgy. You can't do that now because VAR's there. Do you know what I mean? So, like, rightly or wrongly, I'm just being dead honest and open. You, and most people know in the game, if it's a dodgy corner, the ball comes in, there's going to be a, a free kick to the defence. All those yeah. things have gone off the game, haven't he? And I think so. Let, let's do something else as a fail safe. The referee would do that, wouldn't he? Let's let's look at that. Was that definitely a corner? Was that definitely a corner? Well, sound it was. If it wasn't, it's a goal kick. How simple is that? Equally with cautions, some of those, and I think every second caution. Because don't forget, another rule that needs to change that you can't appeal the second caution. If you've yeah. got two dodgy yellows, none of them can be appealed. I looked at that. That's bad, isn't it? Really for the game. I think VAR should look at that as well. Is that book? Cautions are so subjective, and then 
you say, what, 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 what are you cautioning for? That's not really a, a, a yellow card, that foul. We said, well, look, he's had a go at me four times, and that's a third foul. So that's why I'm doing them. So the VAR isn't in there hearing all that, is he? And being in there and doing all that. So there's a lot more to it, do you know what I mean? But I'm with you. I'm, I'm absolutely with, with you. A lot more than you think than I think I am. But it's, it's then what, what I know happens that gets reflected in all the grassroots stuff we deal with. But you see, you know, you see kids at the age of nine scoring a goal and kissing the wedding ring. Do you know what I mean? They've only seen that on telly. Yeah. With a copy and all these, you know, cutting the calves, socks, holes in the calves. They've seen it on telly. So when they see the bad behaviour, they mimic it. It's, it's a, so there's a massive piece on it. But just keeping on the subject matter of like, if like controlling that game and the way that game went, just bear in mind, just, just step back. I say this to everyone, Liverpool fans. What do you reckon was going through his head for nearly, nearly what an hour? That he'd made that was probably one of the biggest fuck ups ever in football. But he still never really lost control of the game. Let's be dead honest about it. He might have made dodgy things that he didn't agree with. Didn't lose control of the game. Referees have had worse halves than him when nothing's happened. Do you know what I mean? So let's give him a little bit of credit here for his emotional intelligence and how well with everything going on, how they coped with that game. That's that needs recognizing as much as the big status. So just just you know, as I said that was the last one before, but that just brought something up to me attention there. With the referees then. And the VAR, right? If the VAR decisions or whoever's doing VAR makes a mistake, they get a slap on the wrist, a week off. I don't know if it's full paid. I'm not really asked. That's not my politics to deal with. But is that helping anything by giving them a week off and then reintroducing them the week after? I think that's what, what football wants, don't they? They want them to be accountable. What else can you do? It's like a red card. You'll get three, you know, one game for, for one offence, serious foul play or violent conduct, you get three games. I think that, that the referees that, that should happen if, if you if you make a big mistake like that, then you, I think you should be. I'm not sure punishes the right words, but you should be some form of accountability. That that, that and that, a lot more goes on than 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 you think. You know, it does. Well, we get told we get told this refs off. Let's say Saturday because he just made a big fuck up. It's cost Liverpool three points. You know, it's cost us going top of the league type of thing. We see that as well. What's that? He's got a week off and he's back in again. It means fuck all. Yeah, but does yeah, anything further happen? No, I just said that again. So it means fuck all when, when Matip scores the young goal. Yeah. Why, why, why does that? Why do we not address that? Because we just yeah. see that. Oh, that's an honest mistake. But that's fine. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I said that, that's what we got to change, mate. Yeah. And you want to throw the, the, the referee line or VAR under the bus? You yeah. need more than this. But Matip wasn't money. Do you know what I mean? It's that recognition that. This is why I'm asking these questions because obviously we you see, you know, you see the amount of people who have put these questions out there. So obviously what we want to know as a football fan, you know more than me, and obviously you're a football fan, is obviously it's embarrassing for the referee and the VAR, whoever it is that has to sit sit this week out. But do they take any more accountability for this? Let's say, because I'm going to say one thing that I see all the time, right? If I fuck up in my job, this is what I see. If I fuck up in my job, I face disciplinary for it. I don't get told. Go home and then come back in the next day. So is it is there more to it? Or is oh, it on, on, let's go back a bit. Let's go back a bit. Let's go back a bit. So yeah. what 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 what's a fuck up? Let's just say let's just say the, the VAR situation. Yeah. On the record, in my job, I, I work in IT. So, you know, let's say I fucking deleted something and deleted someone off the system and, uh, you know, got us in big shit or I cut a server out of something along them lines. I'd face a discipline probably. Yeah, you'd probably look into it and say, what went wrong? Yeah. You wouldn't just say, right, I'm going to, you know, get paid for TZs or you. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't it happen unless you do something really bad like those misconducts. Yeah. So, I never ever buy that argument. Same with like, you've got to be a little bit lenient with. Missing the penalty, which, which scored an own goal like that with John Massive must be absolutely just as good as as as, as in England. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But but no, that's all right. That's all right, Joe. You're still going to play next week, no matter what. You still that's okay, mate. But when a referee makes a mistake, they've got to be battered. Yeah, it's that it's that thing that needs to change. It's on two on purpose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, big big fuck up. Yeah, what can we do about it? Yeah, how are we going to fix it? But have that reality where. You know, no one's messing with your massive business. Rightly so. You know, because it's it's a, it's a meaning. Same so do you think people do you think people separate them? So, so let's say because footballers are footballers and referees are referees. Are you saying and are you thinking that because they're a referee, they mean fuck all compared to footballers? Yeah, we're just fair game, we're just fair game, we just gotta look at the tweets that happen. What was that being fair game? You get Lenehead taking the piss, you know. Lee Mason, when he blew the whistle twice, didn't he? he scored a goal, he said he shouldn't have blown it twice. They spent like five minutes discussing it. 
in the same game, I can't remember what player it was a couple of seasons ago, when I, same player missed two penalties and he got beat 1 0. Yeah. No one said anything about that. They just yeah. concentrate on Lee Mason blowing his whistle twice. Yeah. For the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of desensitization that goes right through football and refereeing. It's happening. But if, if, if someone misses two penalties to get beat, they get beat. I remember getting some stick off um, Chelsea fans because when they, when he plays us and, and they, the goalkeeper messed up big times, didn't he? On a, I said, you're going to get a petition out to, to get him not play again because Chelsea fans got a petition up, didn't he? They went, Matt, you can't say that. You're the Chelsea. You can't do that. Well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You got a petition up because Anthony Taylor don't have him there again. But your goalkeeper cost you the game, blew it over the bar, and but you don't get a position a petition with him, do you? And they went mad and they got death threats and all that. But I just do that devil's advocate because the most charities do that. You know, you look at some of the things other charities do shots at it of all the things you know they do. But I, I get reported the tragedy mission, or some people think they should, because they have pop back. To me, that's mm. how bad football is. It's the entitlement of it that you we can actually say whatever you want about it. And Lionel's, but don't you dare take the piss back about about players. To me, yeah. so it's yeah. just that reckon Although I, I get it, I absolutely get the emotion behind it. Then people say, "Oh, because I've paid, because I've paid, I, I can say this purely because I've paid." Does that mean because if you haven't paid, we can't say anything? Do you know what I mean? There's lots wrong with the game, and I, and I just think I think this is a really massive step forward. Unfortunately, Liverpool suffers from it. Yeah. I think, and I just thought that we all just recognise it. Fans, refs. That that's a positive move. They need applause for what they've done. They could have sat there like normally happens, cover it up, stick it in the corner. That definitely would have happened to David Ali was it about. I don't think it would have happened to Michael Ali about. Probably stick me else on that. So recognise that bit. Recognise, all right, the mistakes shouldn't happen, but he's apologising, which it, which for years he never even apologised. Now he apologises. That's not good enough. Now they release like VAR conversations before what happens at Liverpool. It's good, but you're only picking certain games. Now this happens, and and the same. Well, we want an apology, or we want something else. Yeah. I just think stepping back from it. I know it's hard to do. I'm, I'm not even thinking it's not hard to do. But just step back a bit, you know, and think about what they were going through as match officials for, for nearly an hour. If, yeah. if one of the most monumental fuck-ups in football, still never lost control of the game, no matter what anyone says. They might have made mistakes. Not big mass 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 brawls or not. Mostly, you know, it was dodgy yellers and stuff like that. So recognise that bit. And also recognise that don't miss this opportunity to recognise it's a massive, massive mistake that there must be massive, massive changes to make the game better for everyone. Yeah. Okay. So just the last couple of the questions from people who have been listening then, or from people who have posted beforehand. Um, do you think this since the technologies came in, the standard of refereeing has dropped? No, I just think that there's more ways of finding out they've done something wrong. So if people say referees are too either too scared so they'll rely on VAR or they make a lazy decision which by the way this isn't just from people who listen to podcasts or watch football this is from people that you see on Sky Sports and BT yeah. Sport that'll say you know referees are getting lazy with decisions they'll rely on VAR what do yeah. you think on that I, I think I think I think that was true in the beginning yeah I also think the way the, the way I, in the World Cup they do things differently don't they then you come yeah. back to the domestic league and it's, it's done differently I think having that approach where I didn't see anyone giving it loads in the last World Cup about um, VAR, did we? Then we start with Premier League. It starts off really, really well, doesn't it? Mm. And then it just this happens again. Do you know what I mean? I think that that's the bit to learn from. But yeah, I think they got. I think it got proven in tennis with, with the umpires in tennis that they were they weren't developing the gut instincts because they were relying on on VAR. And I think it's really important that the referees at all level. And there's a fan too. It doesn't feel right, does it? If it doesn't feel right, yeah. it normally isn't right. Yeah. And I think having VAR and head comes and buzzer flags and all this stuff that. I think that can stem the development of a, of a gut instinct with a referee. So, yeah, I think I, I don't need the worst. I just think that VAR is now really exposing everything. Sky's exposing everything that, that you know mistakes shouldn't be made. Granted, but they get exposed so under massive magnifying glass that they probably look worse than they are. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then you add all the all the consequences on what's happening in football and the money involved and Champions League and, and all that. And I get it. I get it. But I genuinely think that uh, they're not as bad as you were saying they are, but I think we need the wider pool of referees to dip from because yeah. the abuse is so bad. We're not having it. So there's no, there's no, well, one, no one wants through. to do that, do they? Let's be honest. You know, no one wants to do that. You know what I've said, said it before? Everyone's happy to have a go at a referee, but no one's happy to have a go at a referee. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think I think that's the problem. As the pool's coming through, there's less and less to pick from because there's less and less to pick from. You might rush people through, reduce show developments, 
Stewart's had those over gays back on. He got he got kicked off, didn't he? After that Reading game, was it with the ball yeah. with the side of the goal? Remember the goal goal? He's come back up. He's, he's saved the time. He's come back up again. You know, really, if you're going to kick someone off like that, where was the talent to overtake him to come back? Do you know what I mean? But it's, you can't blame that on the PGMOL because the PGMOL develop them at pro level. They take I don't know if you know this. They take control of match officials at national league level, national league north and south and above. Mm. Prior to that. The FA's got the responsibility for finding the next talents. They've got a thing called core, centre of referees excellence, where they're bringing identified, you know, referees younger to come through. There's all um, things like you've got to be on FIFA by the age of 36 and you've got to do two years in the Premier League before you get FIFA. So they're all rushing them through to be like 27, 28 when they're getting on the Premier League, which might be too quick. So there's all those problems in there. So I think, yeah, I think, I don't think... And listen, there's definitely been loads of mistakes. There's definitely been loads of mistakes, loads of bad ones, loads of ones that, are, that I don't think should happen. But I, but I just think when you know what a referee's got to through to get there and the fitness levels they've got to do and the dedications to the role, I just think, like players, I just think they're having a bad form. It's what I mean. Yeah. I really do. I really okay. do. I think the talent's there. And the talent's well, there. Just, just while you touched on that then, who would the PGMOL, who do they speak to or let's say who holds them accountable do you mean who holds them accountable yeah well to be honest it's, it's, it's unique and it's a dead interesting question because the PGMOL as a body is very rare in football I think there might be only one similar body because the FIFA statutes state that um, the national governor body of that country should govern your top flight game so the FA should govern it but when the Premier League was created similar to what the PFA did when the PFA just boxed it off and said that's where they're mint at the PFA you know, we're not going to agree to the Premier League because we want 5% of the TV money. Now that's yeah. billions yeah. in it. So I think I think it was Susan Wolf said, well, actually, if this is going to go so big, we need to have our own group of referees. And yeah. we created the PGMOL uh, with the first people there, with LRE, you know, um, all those all those sorts of ones that were there. And then a couple of years later, then he had to go professional. So the, it's, it's all, it's a, the PGMOL, again, people won't understand it, but it's, it's sort of, a quango, really. I don't know if that might be a fair, a fair description, but the means of the football league, the Premier League, the FA, and the Premier, do you know what I mean? So they're all there. The old badge used to sit have all those badges there. So the, the Nationals, they're not accountable to anyone. Okay. Uh, but I don't think that's interesting. I don't, I don't, yeah, it is interesting. I don't think that's the problem because I believe, I believe they have brought the game forward. The stuff they do, honest to God, and the interesting what I said earlier about they look after referees down to National League. The FA used to do that, but because the FA went to a good enough job, they said, well, look, we, the talent's coming through isn't the best. We want to get older them earlier, professionalise them a bit more earlier, you know, increase the, the um, support they get, the dedication to a fitness regime earlier, down to, I keep calling it conference level, national league level. So when you look at the FA, the FA's only got new referees and then up to level four, so like the two-station Western League level, mm. Unibond League up your way, whatever that is, that's where it stops. So I think that it's... I think that's one of the problems. But they got so much money from the Premier League that, that they'd be allowed to do the stuff they do. I don't think it's it's fair. Like you will Liverpool accountable to. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So so you look at you, you know when you look step back from it, that's that's not the problem because having no accountability can actually be good in a sense, in a sense, that you can do what you feel is best for the game, which I think that's what they've done. And I think just imagine having to go through the FA boards and the FA Council to say, Oh, we're gonna release this this recording. Do you remember, imagine the palaver that was, yeah. it? It wouldn't have been released now. weeks, months. It would be absolute weeks. Now, by then, you would have said, I'll be re-recording it, do you know what I mean? The so league's over. Back to it now. <laughs> have no accountability in regards to that, as long as you've got your integrity and other people are, are looking at it. It's like the DCMS will probably look at it and stuff like that, so you've got to you know, have that um, that accountability. But it's, um, I think it's not being accountable. Being accountable to yourself can have its, its pluses and its minus. I think okay. in this scenario here, I think it helps because they've gone, fuck it, we're going, to, we're going to release it, we're going to release it, which is like, it's unusual in incidents like this. Well, you've touched, on, you've touched on a few things and I was going to ask you about what you thought on them being mic'd up, similar to the rugby, the NFL and things, which you've said you're all for, which, you know, I'm the same. I think if you can hear the transparency in the conversations, you actually understand what's going on instead of looking yeah. at something that says... Well, you do know that's happened. That's been like that for years, you know that, don't you? Well, yeah. I know. Yeah. So yeah, there's like a SD card up with downloads or whatever. Because they do that for their own training purposes. Because let's be honest, I've said it before the body counts. Some referees at all levels might say things to players that wind them up and they get yeah. a response. So, so having these recordings is good for the match official, 
for their own training aids as well as like clocking behavior and evidence other stuff and i think i actually think honestly i i, I wouldn't be surprised if they monetize that at one point like they do in rugby or if you pay an extra five even listen to the match officials doing the game you know I, I don't think we're that far away from that and i think that would be better i'd like to see that i just i just you know because, I, Rugby and football is different, and people say people haven't got the well, footballers haven't got the respect for referees the way rugby players have got the respect for the referees in their game. Now, do you think the reason for that is because we can hear everything what actually goes on in a rugby game? No, I think it's culture. I think the way they're brought up in, in, in rugby, the brought up to respect the match officials differently. I think another problem that, 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 that doesn't mean people who don't really talk about is in rugby, you don't get paid as a ref to quite a high level. Mm. But as a referee, you take the course of 14, you're charging 30 quid. You're doing two games on Saturday morning, two games Saturday afternoon, two games Sunday, two games Sunday afternoon. You know, some of these kids can in and a few bob over the weekends. And then they, like we said earlier, because you're paid, they think no one else is on the spits is getting paid but you. So mm. you, I expect you to do better. I think that's part of the problem as well. But I just think it's the way the culture and rugby is brought up that I think I think that that's it. And I just it's expected, and people just seem to expect. I can have a go at it. They think nothing, absolutely nothing, of having a go at a 14-year-old girl. You know, this week I've been dealing with other cases where there's a 14-year-old girl referee who was autistic, who was getting threatened and abused and videos because she had a response to what was happening at the tick or whatever. They all started laughing at her, calling her a cow, grown men. You know, that's the shit we need to change in football. That sort of bollocks. But that goes up, up and up and up, and they see it at the top. With the Mourinho's, with, with the Peps, with obviously Jürgen. It's calmed down a lot, if I'm, if I'm being honest, since the Gary Bezik thing, which is a positive. You know what I mean? It's all reflected back. And I just think we all need to take... PFA definitely needs to watch the game because he never say nothing about players acting like knobheads on the pitch. Never say anything. Same with LMA. The LMA never say, that's out of order. Or Peps just don't know. Jürgen's just don't know. Whoever. Never happens. And I just think all that in the game, I think we all just want to make it better where... We we're not just taking it out on a referee for an error, and we don't do it to. to I don't get me wrong. I know you, you really see players racial abuse. Look what happens in the same game. Liverpool saw them totally out of order, bang out of order. So I mean, yeah. no players yeah, just, just yeah, just as bad as abuse as anyone else. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying about that is any excuse I've got a referee, anything, and that's part of the problem. I think that's the part of the problem we need to change. And okay. I just think it, I think it's good that he's done what he's done. This is so. This is a final one that. When should we expect to, or will we expect to see the semi-automated offside come into football? I mean, I don't know how far you know about this, but we've seen it in the World Cup and it was massive, massively successful. Will that eliminate instances what we've seen on Saturday? Yeah, that's you. Well, you've got to sort to the clubs because the clubs don't want it. Right, okay. That's, that's the club thing. Why would they not want that? I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it's also that they don't want these conversations. I, I think I'm pretty sure that's out there. I haven't got any insight to it, but what I get told from the people I know are in the game, I, I think that, that, that's, that's the reason. I think the club said no to it. Oh, it's made it offside. Have a look at it. I'm pretty sure it is. It's, it's daft, isn't it? Because you said, you, yeah. you know, where's why would the, the referee not want it? Why, why would the referee in line not want it to make the job easier? Yeah. Why, why would he not want it? Yeah. And then what does a line do? Just do subs. Go yeah. line technology stopping them doing that. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. you know, just talk into subs, and then what do we do? Oh, let's do the goal line on subs. We don't need line outs. Stay the their own. I mean, where's the game going? We don't know. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> all right, Martin. Well, thanks for your time today, mate. Um, I appreciate you coming on and obviously answering some of them questions that people won't have a clue about. Let's be honest, people won't know what the answers are. We don't know what the answers are going forward, but hopefully, we get a bit of transparency in the game. That's all right. I go on. I go on loads of podcasts. Range of cells. I've done loads of them. I'll always do them. And it's just like as long as you just stand back, stop. You know, I've got to step back from it emotionally. And I think a lot of people have. And if they realise that, honestly, just stop this lack where don't throw the Barcelona stuff out. They're all corrupt and all that because they're not all corrupt. Some really, really top, top match officials that we've got. They do make mistakes. They could perform better. But the top, top dedicated match officials who have dedicated a big chunk of their life to referee games in front of millions of people getting yeah. the abuse that they get. And I think that needs to recognise. And it definitely needs to recognise that how Simon Hooper kept himself together. And I saw the Lionels when they knew they had one of the biggest fuck-ups in football, but they still carried on and never lost control of that game. You see more referees lose control of games, less going on than he did. And I think he needs a product to that. That's why what I meant by the statements. That's fair enough. Spot on. All right, well, All right. thanks very Peace. much for your time and uh, good luck. Yeah, likewise.
<laughs> Catch you soon. See Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media, twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the road end pod. 